Star Wars 7x7 episode 3059. We've been talking around this particular topic as we've discussed the Andor series over the past few weeks, but some of this stuff has come to a head in the most recent chapter, and so I thought it might be fun to examine some of the spy games that have been happening within the series on this deep dive episode. Punch it! Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy. And thank you so much for joining me for it. So over the course of the Andor series, the contours of the operation being run by Luthen and Clea have become clear and they are much broader than we've really discussed here on the show. I mean, we've discussed pieces of it here and there, but not as a collected story. And the funny thing about it is, is that I've been saying here on the podcast that I wanted to know more about Clea, that Luthen has gotten all the opportunities to monologue and chew the scenery and whatnot, and we haven't heard from Clea, but not only did we get at least a moment with Clea where she talks about all the plates spinning and the knives on the floor and the faces panicky at the window of which Vel is one of many, <laughs> in her estimation, which was a very blunt and spectacularly awesome assessment of her situation. But it finally occurred to me that it's not Bail Organa, it's Clea. And I want to smack myself on the forehead over this one because when Luthen and Mon Mothma talk about how you know, this circle is very tight and Mon Mothma says that there are only three people who know about what's going on with the stuff that she's doing, of course Clea's the third person. I mean, yes, it makes sense to think that Bail Organa is involved in this somehow. He certainly would want to be. If there's any other senator out there that you could imagine being a part of this, it would be him. But no, of course. Of course, it's Mon and Luthen and Clea as those three. Of course, this presumes that Luthen is telling the truth about some things, which we know he doesn't necessarily do because he likes to compartmentalize information, but we get the idea that the only source of funds for Luthen and Clea's various operations is Mon Mothma until the Aldani heist. But surely Luthen and Clea have to have other sources of revenue, not just Mon Mothma, and that has to be its own separate operation, you would imagine, for the number of mouths to feed, as Luthen has put it, or in the way that Clea put it, the many panicky faces at the window. And come to think of it, when you include Vel in this equation, she knows what Luthen's deal is, so she's a fourth person in the circle, so Luthen's definitely lying about this stuff. But I'm digressing, so let's get back to the main thrust of things, which is that Clea and Luthen are getting funds from various folks and are channeling it into a bunch of different operations. Some of these are more aggressively overt, like the heist on Aldani. Some of them are a lot more subtle, like what they've got going through Ferrix. And we actually found out how that happened in chapter 9 of the Andor series, the Nobody's Listening episode, where Salmon Pack and Bix Kaleen were getting interrogated. That 
situation was revealed to us by Dedra Miro when she says, oh yeah, he told us about how a couple of years ago he met this woman on a planet and he offered to take this fractal radio from her or she, you know, worked that deal out with him and that's how you've been getting in touch with this Axis person. So yeah, undoubtedly that woman was Clea. And then through Bix, that's how he was getting some of his Imperial supplies or being condemned to use the tools of my enemy to fight against them as Luther says in his monologue. There's also the consideration that with all of the other thefts that have been happening that Dedra Miro and her assistant have been tracking that this is not the only operation. The Ferrex operation is not necessarily the only operation where they're gathering this equipment. Then there's the dispersal of said equipment to people like Anto Krieger, for example. We hear that there was another piece of equipment that had gone missing from some other place that hadn't yet been mentioned in the series for all the ones that they listed earlier. And we kind of suspected that Luthen was in touch with Krieger anyway because he was trying to get Saw Gerrera to work with Krieger. And you have to think that Luthen is providing some funding or equipment or both to Saw Gerrera's partisans as well because otherwise why would he be able to waltz into Saw's hideout? I mean, Saw would never let him anywhere near the place unless they were actually working together. We also know that Clea and Luthen have been grooming double agents, as was revealed with Lonnie, the ISB officer, in a previous episode. Then you have to imagine he's not the only one either, considering the scope and scale of their operation as we know it. But Anto Krieger may actually be a key piece of the puzzle for us here in terms of how this season could possibly end. I don't know if this is a red herring situation or what, but... Luthen has said that Krieger doesn't know who he is, that he's been in a room with Krieger, but Krieger didn't know that it was Luthen who was in the room with him. So Luthen at least has some distance and some safety if Krieger is ever captured. Meanwhile, there's a brief moment in this most recent chapter of Andor, the daughter of Ferrix, that gives us the possibility of Krieger being made the fall guy and... Bix identifying potentially as this mysterious Axis person. The scene does not get fulfilled in the episode, which leaves us in a cliffhangery spot. We don't know whether Bix lies and says, yes, that hologram of Krieger is Axis, or whether she doesn't and whether they believe her or not, whatever she says. But at this point, I think Luthen and Clea need Krieger to take the fall for Luthen in the whole Ferrex operation because otherwise, despite the fact that Luthen has been trying to keep a low profile and keep himself compartmentalized from everything, he's too exposed. I mean, Vel knows about him, Cassian knows about him, of course Mon Mothma knows about him. And considering how effective the ISB seems to be with getting information out of people, well, yeah, it's only a matter of time if they get a hold of the right people. Which brings us to Cassian Andor since this series is ostensibly about him. And putting aside the things that we said about how there's not really a strong motivation for him to return to Ferrix at this point, let's just assume that he has to go to Ferrix at least to resolve the story for plot purposes. There's a very intriguing coded conversation that Luthen and Clea have toward the end of the episode where Luthen says he's interested in that other piece which presumably is a reference to Cassian Andor and Clea has to say that you know there are multiple buyers interested in on the ground already which 
suggests that she's referring to not just Sinta being in place to assassinate him, but also the Empire's interest in him as well. And going along the lines of trying to tie up these loose ends, Luthen says that we've got to get that piece or we'll have to close up shop, which basically means that they think Cassian is a danger to the operation. Clea says that you being on the ground is just going to complicate things, which she's exactly right about that. And she says she's preparing for all outcomes, which has to, of course, refer to Cinta, but that must mean that she's got some other trick up her sleeve, which is going to be very cool to see what that's going to be in the final episode. But to sum it all up, the scope of what Clea and Luthen are doing is just absolutely amazing. And the way that the creators of the series have been parceling out this information over the course of of this first season's episodes just spectacularly well done and I do want to give one last little shout out for Clea's character because it's been really great to learn more about her and I hadn't actually looked at the databank entry for her and it's very cool it says that she's the concierge at Luthen Rail's Galactic Antiquities and Objects of Interest Gallery she's a master of disguise at the shop she works out front assisting customers and restoring precious artifacts but when called upon she is the perfect emissary messenger and enforcer for Luthen's spy operation with a highly attenuated intuition and unflinching commitment to the rebel cause so maybe we'll get to see her in action too by the time this is all done, which would be very cool. So that's what I've got for you on our deep dive episode for today. And that's going to do it for this episode of the show. It just remains for me to say thank you so much for joining me for it as always. And may the force be with you wherever in the world you may be. Is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited, but their respective trademark and copyright holders may the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2021 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.